Welcome to Intercept Your Lunch, the quick hits podcast that feeds all your sports cravings during your 30-minute lunch and leaves you wanting more. And now, here is the host of Intercept Your Lunch, Marty Joyce. Hey, what's going on, everyone? That's right. This is Intercept Your Lunch. I'm your guy, Marty Joins. We've got a good one for you. NFL football is back, baby. And we're previewing four matchups that are going to happen this week with our friend Kenny the Sports Guy. He's jumping on, previewing all four of those and giving us predictions as well. And, guys, I know you've been missing it. But it's back for the football season. The Bring Your Lunch Money segment is back. And we can't wait to give you the Lunch Bargain Parlay Special. This week it's looking fat and juicy. We're wanting to make you guys fat and happy this season. Follow us for all the great sports betting picks. Betsy Ring the bell. Let's get this episode started. Week one of the NFL is finally here, and we cannot wait to preview it with our guy, Kenny, the sports guy. Kenny, how you doing tonight? Hey, man, I'm doing very well. How are you doing today? Good, man. Can't complain here for the folks listening to Intercept Your Lunch today. Why don't you just give them a quick background of yourself, where you're from, what's got you in the sports, and who your favorite teams are. All right. Hello, my name is Kenny, also known as Kenny the Sports Guy, and I've been doing this podcast for a year and a half now, I think, uh, May 2020. And I'm just starting out, and I'm already 45 episodes in, and I love talking sports because I wanted to be an athlete, but I failed at that. So the next best thing is to talk about sports and become a journalist. So my favorite teams are the New York Yankees because I'm from New York City, South Bronx especially, the New York Jets. Sadly, I know they suck. <laughs> and the uh, New York Knicks. An all-New York boy. I love to hear it, Kenny. got to have love for your city and for your teams. But let's get right into it. Let's look at our first matchup. Game 1, Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Thursday, 8.20 p.m. Eastern Time. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl defending champs will be hosting the Dak Prescott-led Dallas Cowboys this Thursday night. And hey, look, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Kenny, are returning 21 starters. That's right, every single one of them. Do you believe that is an advantage for the Buccaneers for week one and moving forward into the season? Oh, yeah, because if you bring back all your starters from the previous Super Bowl team, then the chances are that you are going to repeat. And I feel that the Bucs are the favorites to repeat as champions this year. However, I think uh, it's going to be up to Tom Brady and his knee because last year he had, like, uh, I think a knee injury but he hit it from the media and I, I got to see how his knee is going to hold up the entire season. Otherwise this team is stacked from top to bottom. Like I can't really explain it. I mean, this team is built for like a potential dynasty. 
even though Tom Brady is 44 years old. Yeah, I mean, 44 years old, coming back from a well-hidden knee injury. I mean, he won the Super Bowl off of that knee last year, so crazy to think that he could even get better. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like we said, bringing 21 starters back, that's going to be a game changer, something we have not seen in the Super Bowl Air, but let's switch gears. Talking Dallas Cowboys now. Dak Prescott has a lot of weapons on the outside. Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup. Which wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys can you see having a monster game week one against this very tough Tampa Bay defense? Ooh, that's a tough question because the Bucks defense is very, very tough, especially their secondary. But if I had to choose, I think I would have to go with CeeDee Lamb. I think uh, he's going to do well this season. He's going he's gonna to take his game up to another level. I think with the addition of Dak Prescott being back uh, from injury, it's going to help, help him out tremendously. Yeah, getting, getting Dak Prescott back for this team is definitely putting them back into playoff talk. Some are even going as crazy as Super Bowl talk, but – we won't go that crazy here at Interceptor Lunch. We do believe that uh, they will be a better team with him at the helm, but I just I can't see them being a great team, working their way back through injuries and trying to see what they can build with Mike McCarthy down there in Dallas. But, hey, we're looking at it. Tampa Bay versus Dallas, Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Kenny, give me your prediction. What do you think the score is going to be? So I think the Bucks is going to win game one. They're going to win it by a final score of 28 to 10. That's my final prediction. I just don't trust the uh, Dallas Cowboys defense. I mean, last season they were just bad uh, in terms of defense. I know they're bringing Dan Quinn, but I don't know. I, I just don't think about that defense. They're highly suspect to me. I agree. Um I have the score being thirty-one to seventeen, Tampa Bay. Oh, that's a good. That's a good score. Yeah, I believe Tampa Bay is gonna um, just outdoel them in that sense, and I don't believe Dallas's defense is going to be able to stop them when the time comes. I still mm-hmm. think I still think Dak has some timing issues, just some working back through the injury that we might see them be a little slower. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I think Tampa Bay. Gets the win in week one. We agree on that game. Let's look at game two of our NFL week one preview. Game two, the Los Angeles Chargers at the Washington football team. Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Washington football team, our Washington football team, will host the Los Angeles Chargers this Sunday. And it's going to be a great one. Washington football team led by Chase Young and that defensive front trying to attack the young, gunning, slinging Justin Herbert. Kenny, what do you think Justin Herbert has to do or can he elude this front seven? Well, as you know, the Washington front is very, very good. And if I was Justin Herbert, I would just try to throw the ball more into that secondary and also do a little bit of uh, run-pass options where you just hand the ball to the running back and let him do the work. I think uh, since Justin Herbert is still relatively young, this is his second year, 
I think uh, they should just limit his, limit his uh, throw ability uh, a little bit down until he's ready. I agree. Justin Herbert's best friend right now is running back Austin Eckler in that running attack. RPOs, pitches, swings to him will help him grow, help him get that defense moving side to side so that he can push the ball vertically. This front four, especially this front seven, is super talented. But one thing that they have that a lot of teams don't, and that's speed. Montez Sweat, fast. Chase Young, fast. Jamin Davis, rookie linebacker, fast. So we'll see if Justin Herbert can adjust to that type of speed and push his team vertically, like I said, down the field. But pushing Washington's offense is Ryan Fitz. Patrick jumping over from the Miami Dolphins, his first season here. What are you expecting from him week one? More Fitz magic or Fitz tragic? Well, I think it was a mistake that, that the Washington football team let Alex Smith go because I thought he had, he still had a lot of potential in, the, in, his, uh, in his body. But Ryan Fitzpatrick has always been like a mystery to me because – one year he, one year he's a pro bowler. The next, he's throwing 50 interceptions per game. It's kind of mind-boggling that um, he has a he has an up and down season every year. But I think when he joined Washington, I think he's gonna have a somewhat decent year because I believe that the uh, Washington football team will win the division because the division in the NFC East is so bad. And I feel like they are the best team in the division. So I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to have a somewhat decent year. He's not going to have the year like he did with the Jets a few years ago. But I I could see him, you know, throwing for over 4,000 yards with, I don't know, 21 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. Well, I like your uh... – Season total for yardage. I hope the interceptions are down from that number. But ultimately, Ryan Fitzpatrick just needs to be and play within himself. Lean on the running attack. This team has speed on the offense as well. Scary Terry, Curtis Samuels, Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, all quick guys. Get the ball out to them fast and let them work. Not every play has to be a 5-7 to seven yard drop and a 50-yard bomb. Let's get the ball out fast. If he can do that, I think you're going to see a lot of Ryan Fitz, Patrick Fitz magic this week for the Washington football team. But, Kenny, we're bringing you on here to preview these matchups, and you can't preview them without a prediction. Will it be the Washington football team or the Los Angeles Chargers coming out with a win at FedEx Field come Sunday? Well, I think the Washington football team is going to win, but on a final score of 18 to 15, I think uh, the defense is going to stop uh, Justin Herbert and the run also. And I think Justin Herbert is going to be running for his life throughout the entire afternoon. Well, I hope you're right with that defensive front chasing Herbert around. I do agree with you, Kenny, that the Washington football team is going to win this game. I've got it 24 to 20. 
with a Ryan Fitzmagic late touchdown to push them over the edge. But they're going to ultimately have to lean on Antonio Gibson in this rushing attack to beat Justin Herbert defensively. They just need to contain him. I think Herbert is one of the young guns in this league. They have to limit explosive plays on the outside to have even a chance to win this one. But you know we can never go against our Washington football team. With that, let's get into our Game 3 of NFL Week 1 previews. Game 3, the Green Bay Packers at the New Orleans Saints. Sunday, 425 Eastern Standard Time. The Green Bay Packers are on the road traveling to Jacksonville to play the New Orleans Saints due to the hurricane. The Saints had to relocate for week one. Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium is open. So that's where they'll play. And Kenny, I've got to ask you just initially, who do you think that benefits more playing in a neutral site, the Green Bay Packers or the New Orleans Saints? So I think it's going to help out the Saints a little bit more because there is a reason why the Saints chose Jacksonville. The reason why is because Aaron Rodgers actually struggles in Jacksonville, believe it or not. If you just Google his stats and while he was playing in Jacksonville, he actually has a really bad record in it. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I agree with you. I saw that as well. It's funny that they chose that location due to what Rodgers have done in the past kind of playing that mind game with him and with that Packers organization. Hopefully it gets under their skin. But, mm-hmm. the, but the New Orleans Saints, they are going to try to start life without Drew Brees. Do you have any type of high expectations for the Winston error? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's going to have a somewhat decent season, but – I think Winston is going to throw for over 30 interceptions as well. What is your thoughts on potentially Taysom Hill taking that job over midseason? Uh, I'll give it until week seven because I think uh, uh, Winston is actually going to struggle a bit at times. And since they're paying Hill over $100 million, <laughs> the owner is going to be like, hey, he's, uh, Winston is struggling, so you got to bring in Hill. And I think he's going to take over by either week seven or week eight. And unfortunately, that won't be enough because I don't see the Saints making the playoffs this season. I have to agree with you again, Kenny. I think Jameis Winston's lease is short, even looking at this game. I believe if he turns the ball over early against the Packers, Sean Payton loves Taysom Hill. Like you said, they paid him this offseason, and hopefully they think he can step up and be QB1 down there, and I think he thinks he can. So we'll see what they do there. But, Kenny, I can't bring you on without a prediction. Who do you think is going to win this game, the Green Bay Packers or the New Orleans Saints? Well, you got to remember that the Packers still have Aaron Rodgers. So, I will ha- you, you never bet against Aaron Rodgers. So, I will have to go with the Packers in this one by the final score of 31 to 21. Hey, that's a pretty good final score there. I've got the Packers 35, New Orleans Saints 21. Mm-hmm. I think the Saints are going to come out. I, 
I have a lot of faith in head coach Sean Payton. I believe he's one of the still one of the best minds in football, and he's going to do his best. But like you said, Aaron Rodgers is still wearing the green and yellow. He still has Devontae Adams. He still has Aaron Jones. And this offense could be um, even better than it was last year. And I believe that the Packers are going to start the season off right, winning on Sunday. But let's get into it. The last game we will preview for week one, the Monday Nighter. Game four, the Baltimore Ravens at the Las Vegas Raiders, Monday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The hometown Baltimore Ravens are traveling west to the Sin City, Las Vegas, to take on the Raiders, opening up their new stadium this year. And I want to look at a key matchup with you, Kenny. I think it's going to be the ultimate factor for this game, the Ravens' run defense versus the dual-headed monster that the Raiders have in the backfield with Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. Between those two groups, who do you believe is going to have a more successful Monday night? Well, for me, I think it will have to be the Baltimore Ravens defense because they they are pretty much uh, unstoppable. I love their secondary. I love their front line. And it's going to be tough for the twin-headed monster known as the running back committee in Oak, I mean, uh, Las Vegas. And I think uh, those running backs are actually going to rush for under 100 yards. I think the Baltimore D is going to stifle them. That is definitely a possibility under John Harborough. 100-yard rushers against the Baltimore defense is few and far in between, but I believe the Raiders are going to have to run the ball effectively come Monday if they even want a chance. He'll open up the play action, relieve pressure off Derek Carr, and hopefully try to find some holes in that very stout Ravens defense. But looking at the Ravens offense, their rushing attack – Running back J.K. Dobbins suffered a seizing-ending knee injury in the preseason, now led by Gus the Bus Edwards. Do you believe that the rushing attack for the Ravens is going to take a step back, or can they push forward without him? Well, I think uh, the run production isn't going to change as much because I think Gus is gonna, actually going to have a good year. And I actually have, I actually do have him on my fantasy team, so... so. He, ha- he has to have a good year on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it doesn't really matter exactly who they have at running back. I believe their best running option is Lamar Jackson, and mm-hmm. everybody in that backfield will feed off of that on RPOs, on option plays, on uh, quarterback draws, even quarterback powers we've seen them run before. The running backs are typically blockers in that sense, but exactly. a lot of eyes are on Lamar Jackson when he's got the ball in his hands meaning the running back can favor in one-on-one matchups, make a man miss, and get to the pay dirt. But we're looking again at the Baltimore Ravens versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Last matchup we'll look at here today, Monday Night Football. Las Vegas is opening up their stadiums for the first time having fans. What is your prediction of this game, Kenny? I will have to go with the Baltimore Ravens in this game by the final score of, let's see, 24 to, hmm, wow, 24 to 21. 
I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Ra- the Raiders is actually going to bring it this year. And I just see the uh, Baltimore Ravens defense stifling the running game and Derek Carr. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Ravens are going to try to adjust on the offensive side. They did bring in some new offensive weapons, but some of them are still hurt, and you might not see them in week one. Mm -hmm. I think the Raiders have a lot riding on this season, and I think you'll see some desperate moves, especially in the beginning of the year, to try to get some wins. I actually have an upset here. The, The Las Vegas Raiders opening up their stadium, I think they're going to be fired up. And I have the Raiders winning. 21 to 20. I believe this is going to be a great wow. Monday night matchup, but I think that this running attack will be able to find some holes and then ultimately lead to the play action with Derek Carr over mm-hmm. the top to Henry Ruggs and Darren Waller. And I believe that this will be an upset for Monday night football. That's not a bad upset prediction too. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, Kenny, again, man, I appreciate you jumping on, previewing these four games with us. And uh, I do this to all my guests, man. I got to do it to you. You are now entering Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire, Kenny's a series of 10 questions. No notes. I just want what's off the top of your head. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Question one, will the New York Knicks make the playoffs next season? Yes. Who is question two? Who is winning the NFC East? I will have to say the Washington football team. Question three, will your New York Yankees make the playoffs? Uh, The way that they are this season and the way our manager is, I will have to say yes, but as a wild card, and I don't think they're going to make it past the first round. Question four, what is your favorite NFL game time snack? Hmm. You can't go wrong with pizza. Pizza is, like, is, is my snack. <laughs> Question five, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? Oh, Michael Jordan. That's just, uh, just common sense right there, man. <laughs> Question six, who is your preseason NFL most valuable player? Aaron Rodgers. Question seven. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Chocolate. Question eight. Who is your MLB AL most valuable player? Ooh. Wow, that's a tough question. There's so many. But... I would say the easy answer would be Shohei Otani, but I'm not going to go with him. I think I'm going to go with uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of the Toronto Blue Jays. Question nine. Who is your preseason NFL Rookie of the Year? Wow. Let's see. It will either have to be Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson, but I'm leaning towards Trevor Lawrence. And question 10, Kenny. Who is your preseason pick to win the Super Bowl? Oof. Actually, I did an episode on this uh, last uh, last month, so I will have to refer to that. So I will have to go with the is what it might be a shocker, but the Buffalo Bills winning the Super Bowl over the Kansas City Chiefs. Alrighty, Kenny. Well, hey man, you survived rapid fire. You think the Buffalo Bills? 
will be the Super Bowl champion. You yep. like chocolate ice cream. You're a big Michael Jordan guy, and you think the New York Knicks are going to make the playoffs again this coming season. Well, hey, man, again, appreciate you jumping on. For the folks listening here, again, man, just let them know where they can catch you at. All right, so this is Kenny for Kenny the Sports Guy, and you can catch me on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports and on Instagram at Kenny the Sports Guy. Again, on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports and on Instagram at Kenny the Sports Guy. And also, you can follow all my episodes on my website, www.kenthesportsguy.com. Ken with two N's. And that's where you'll find me here. Also, you can find me on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, and Spotify. All righty, man. Again, I appreciate you jumping on, looking up, looking at some week one NFL matchups. And we're excited that football's here and can't wait to have you back on the show later in the season to take a look at some more NFL football. Thanks again, Kenny. Definitely, man. Thank you for the invite. I appreciate it. Don't scurry off now. The long-awaited Bring Your Lunch Money segment returns after this short commercial break. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody, and that's right. The Bring Your Lunch Money segment is back. We took a few weeks off. We were waiting for football to make you guys fat and happy. I hope you're ready. Betsy's ready. Let's get started. It's time! Bet one, Houston Texans, plus three. The Houston Texans sport the oldest team in the NFL, and I think some of that wisdom might come into play week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars led by Trevor Lawrence. Tyrod Taylor got the nod as the starter. He's got experience. And if you're going to give me plus three at home versus a division rival, I'm going to take that. I'm going to put $25 on the Houston Texans plus three at minus 113 will win me $22.25. It's time! Bet two, Coastal Carolina minus 25 and a half. This Friday night, Coastal Carolina hosts the Kansas City Jayhawks, who won their first game last week since 2019, so they're definitely riding that high, but I believe it will fail them. Coastal Carolina is going to come in and smack them down back to reality. Minus 25 and a half at home is a lot to give up, but I believe they will cover. I'll put $5 on them at minus 110 to win $4.55. It's time! Prop bet, Dak Prescott over 288 and a half passing yards. Dak is back for the Dallas Cowboys, and this Thursday he's going to try to sling it all over the field against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, the Buccaneers have a great defense led by Devin White, but their secondary can be suspect at times. The Cowboys' offensive line is shaky. I don't believe Zeke's going to be able to feed his way 
to a victory. So Dak's going to have to lead this team. I think they're going to throw it 45-plus times, which means he will be over the 288-and-a-half yards Vegas has set. I see him throwing around 325. So I'm going to put $18 on that at minus 114 to win $15.66. It's time! Lunch Bargain Parlay Special. Tennessee Titans to win by 7 to 12 points. New York Jets first half money line. Plus 1,412. It's the Lunch Bargain Parlay Special. The Tennessee Titans host the Arizona Cardinals. And you've heard it here before. I'm not a big Arizona Cardinal supporter. I think Mike Vrabel will have an entire offseason to prep for that Kyle Murray offense. And the Tennessee Titans will win this game. I actually think they're going to win by 7 to 12 points. Somewhere in that range. Either by a touchdown or a touchdown and a field goal. I believe that strongly in the Titans beating the Cardinals this week. And, and as well... The New York Jets. I think Zach Wilson's going to come out firing, and they're going to take a lead into half. I ultimately think that the Carolina Panthers will win that game, but I do believe that the Jets will have the lead at halftime. Combine both of those plays into one parlay to get you at plus fourteen twelve two dollars on that will win you twenty nine dollars and thirty two cents. So, to recap what we have, coming back week one, we are ready to make you fat and happy. Bet one, $25 on the Houston Texans, plus three, they're at home, first a division rival. Take that bet, minus 113 to win, $22.25. On Friday night, Coastal Carolina hosts the Kansas City Jayhawks, who are riding a high, but they're about to get smacked. Lay the 25 and a half points, put five bucks on them at minus 110 to win $4.55. This Thursday, the Cowboys travel to the Buccaneers. Dak Prescott is going to be ready to show he is healthy. I think he's going to sling it all around. So put $18 on Dak Prescott to throw over 288 and a half passing yards at minus 114. You'll win $15.66. And for your lunch bargain parlay special. Take the Tennessee Titans to beat the Arizona Cardinals by 7 to 12 points, somewhere in that range. And the Jets' first half money line, plus 14-12. If you put $2 on that, you will be fat and happy, winning $29.32. And that wraps us up this week, folks, here at Interceptor Launch. I want to thank Kenny the Sports Guy for jumping on and previewing four of the NFL Week 1 matchups, including the Thursday night kickoff game, the Washington football team's first week matchup, the Packers traveling to the Saints, and the Week 1 nightcap, Monday nighter, the Ravens traveling to the Las Vegas Raiders. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Lunch. Find us there to catch all of our latest episodes and see what bets will make you fat and happy. As always, Chris Cross will take us out on the beat. Week one's here, folks. Get ready. Peace.
Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.